inside a sinister mind. Finally, after about 10-15 minutes, shit, it could have been like five minutes to tell you the truth. Just that time was moving real slow. It be like that though, when these situations arise. I had been a combatant for many years, but now I traveled a different highway. My destination was unknown to me, but in all sincerity, my willingness to believe in spirit is what carried me through. These dudes headed down towards the dead end. I lived off of a street within this gated community that consisted of a lot of little gated streets called privadas. Let's just say I lived four to five streets before you were actually in the dead end. So when they took off, I couldn't see them anymore. I started tripping. I got all in my head and I was like, that probably wasn't even for me. Maybe they're here to see someone else in one of the other privadas. But at the same fucking time, I also didn't see them come back up and pass my street. Pues la neta, el pedo ya estaba critical porque se presentía esa madre y yo bien paniqueado, pero fuck it, me la rifé. One of the best piece of advice I ever got was from a triple OG. He told me to go slow, to go fast. I think that applies to everything in life. We live as though there aren't enough hours in the day. But if we do each thing calmly and carefully, we will get it done quicker and with much less stress. My daughter Kay, she kept coming back outside to play. If I was out there, she wanted to be out there too. Era una niña. Ella no más quería jugar. Even if it was just walking around, you know, that little kid shit. So I kind of put my guard down a little bit and tried finishing up drawing the car so I could get inside the house. Cause honestly, toda esa madre had fucked me up. Me sacó de onda. It's like, you prepare for these moments and when it doesn't happen, you question your sanity. The madness. Everything was uncertain, much confusion. And I had many concerns. The unrest around me, the turmoil, the anxiety from all this was driving me insane. I would close my eyes and visualize what it would be like to be back in my parents' home. This is home. Sometimes overthinking ruins you, my G. It ruins the situation and it twists things around. It makes you worry. Plus it makes everything worse than it actually really is. And that's real talk. Because at the end of the day, no matter who you are, or where you come from, or where you at, we all want the same thing, and that's to protect our loved ones. I could have got up and left any time I wanted to. I had done it many times before, but I was attached to the city now. Con todas sus broncas, con todos sus problemas, esta ciudad era mi casa. But this day wasn't over yet car pulls up right where the last one was at, the SUV. Driver looks at me, does a U-turn, parks his right on the side, right where this little garden was at. The dude jumps out and walks towards the gate. I live like, I would say about six or seven houses from the gate. 
So I didn't really recognize this individual at first. But once I seen who it was, all kinds of red flags went off. Dude was standing out there with three phones in his hand waving at me. I knew something was wrong. At some point, I must have realized that I was trapped in his hell. Pero tuve que acoplarme. No me quedo de otra. I had to adjust to accommodate my task. Fuck it, my boy. Ya que. Kay was a little bit down from where I was at. So when the dudes in the SUV had gone down into the dead and it didn't come back up, I put the toy under a towel in the back of the vehicle where it was open at. I stayed strategizing over here. But even that wasn't guaranteed. Estaba en terreno ajeno. Miraba a mi camarada con unos ojos para todos lados y bien truchas. Pero le valía verga. Sabía que tenía que seguir adelante con huevos. But when this cat showed up, I got the thing from the back of the SUV and put it back in my pocket. I sprinted towards Kay and grabbed her by her little right hand. At the same time, I felt a fucking rush, a surge of adrenaline. Man, my gut instinct was letting me know there was intimate danger on the horizon. Dios te salve María, llena eres de gracia, el Señor es contigo, bendita tú eres entre todas las mujeres, y bendito es el fruto de tu vientre Jesús. Santa María, Madre de Dios, ruega por nosotros pecadores, ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. Amen. Homeboy was like, come outside my boy, I want to holler at you about something. I was like, nah, Charlie, it's hot out there con los pepos, the PP. You know, la policía estatal preventiva, cae pa' dentro. I buzzed the gate open. And as soon as he walked through it, I buzzed it again and closed it right behind him. The Quran says, we must defend and stand up for what is right and condemn and change what is evil. But we must not allow fears, self-doubt, personal problems, or political turbulence will shatter the ultimate truth. By me doing that, he knew que yo no le tenía nada de confianza. It was time to play chess with this motherfucker. Straight up. 
a sinister mind inside, a sinister mind inside, a sinister mind. You are now tuned in to a sinister mind inside, a sinister mind inside, a sinister mind inside, a sinister mind. You are now tuned in to a sinister mind. This was a shiesty ass dude. Once before, he had tried getting me crossed up and I was put on the list over there in Dequan's to get smoked. But that's for another season, another episode. This guy right here, you couldn't trust this Bato for anything. The dude would get you his confidence. He would make you think he's 100. He would lend you money and, and, and do things for you. In reality, all he would do was try to set you up so that later on he could get you and that you would never ever think it was him. He was famous for that shit. Be there for them, help them in any kind of way they needed, let them use cars, let them use straps, whatever. Oh, I got you. Even, even Maybe even back you up in a fight. But the minute that he seen that he can get you and he can do it without you ever believing he did it he would do it that's the kind of shit that this dude did to a lot of motherfucking people he was just dirty like that and he would do it with a smile make you believe and then take what you got I hadn't seen this cat in a long ass time since the situation I just mentioned the dude walks up to my daughter and it's like, hi mamas, karate kick, punch, punch, kick. He knew that Kay used to watch me train and would mimic me when that phrase was told to her. You know how little kids be, they're smart, they pick up on everything. Me, I'm just watching his every fucking move, watching his eyes, his body language, todo. I was zoned in and I paid very close attention to what he was about to say. People who knew him stood away from him. People who didn't know him, I felt sorry for them. Because if there was something he wanted that you had, you're just a target. Because he'll find a way to just take it from you. This dude was a hater, and he just wanted to have it all. He always wanted to be that one person that had that one thing that you don't have. So. If you were in the same game as he was, oh, he was trying to get you. Because he just couldn't deal with the fact that you had something more than him. That's just who he was. Had once seen this dude smut up one of his own homeboys from his own hood. An individual that he had grown up with. That had just got deported and was sitting in a room in the Quintamar Hotel in Rosarito. He accused him of giving up information to the government without any proof. Immediately, the boss that was sitting there sent the squad to snatch him up. Once it got real, this fool started backpedaling and had the boss call it off. He was known to shit on fools in front of cats with power to try to make himself look good. But in the end, that shit made him look weak as fuck. This dude is trying to get me to try to tell on somebody. So I told my boy would run it down to me, tell me what's going on. My boy tells me that this friend of his, you know, was trying to get him to 
snitch on somebody. And when he told me who it was, I was like, oh man, that dude ain't no good, homie. Don't listen to that dude. That dude just gonna get you in the jam. And my boy said, well, I wasn't gonna do it anyways. But he was trying to plant this idea in my homeboy's head. So from what my homie told me is that this dude from LA, he's on the run for a murder, but he's out there, you know, putting in work. And the homeboy over here, the dude that I'm talking about, that I'm telling my boy that he ain't no good, is trying to get my boy to snitch on old boy in LA. And I told my boy, well, what's going on? Why is this dude trying to get you caught up in his mix? He said that he's in a big jam, that, that he sent some work to the homeboy out there in LA. And the homeboy in LA took his shit. But he didn't just take it, just to take it. He took it because dude over here, the one that's over here in Mexico, did him dirty. So he kind of got payback on homeboy. Conejo was almost like a myth, you know, because we, nobody knew what he was. This motherfucker was on the run, as we know, for like 14 years. So I started listening to his music and you can hear the anger, you can hear the, the pain, you can hear the sadness in his voice, in his soul. You can see like when this guy was, you know how rappers when they rap, they, 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 write, from, they, they write from their throat, right? Conejo wasn't rapping from his throat, he wasn't rapping from his God, Conejo was rapping from his soul. Like his 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 vividly stories of of the life that he was living. You only see that shit in movies. So Conejo's life is a fucking movie. At the same time, I made sure I had a firm grip on Kay's little hand, while my other hand was ready to reach for that thing at any moment if I had to. This fool didn't want to look me in the eyes. He was awkward as fuck. He's grimy and he knows I know he's grimy. It's like I was psychic at that moment. Cause even though he was beating around the fucking bush, I knew he was about to hit me with some bullshit. And he did. He finally cuts to the chase and asked me about one of my homeboys on the other side. Yo le digo, I ain't talked to that fool in months. Why, what's up? There are so many songs that I, I, can, I can tell you I can relate to, but this is one song that I can definitely relate to. It's called Burnt Out, you know? That song, as I listen to that song, and and I feel like I can relate to him 100, percent you know, because I. All I'm gonna say is this: F A M L N. That's all I'm gonna say. I know the streets. I've been there, and I can I can I can relate to everything that Conejo's spitting on some level. We'll know the streets love nobody. The only the only the only people that the streets love is the dead bodies on the street with white sheets on them. That's Conejo's life. Conejo lived his life where he would just leave the house and not know if if he would get blasted on the back of his head. Back of his head. Back of his head. So dude over here, Mexico was stressed out because now he got the people trying to get at him. 
Tell him he got to pay for that work that was taken. His homeboy was scared. He was kind of hiding out, trying to keep low. But then he was like, okay, I got to get this dude back somehow. So he tried to get my homeboy. He came talk to my homeboy and said, help me check this out. You want to get back to the U.S.? I got an idea for you. And he's like, my homie was like, what's up? What are we talking about? He goes, well, this dude in L.A., I know where he's at. I got the phone number to the Huda that you're going to talk to, and you're going to give him up. And my homie was like, what? He goes, yeah, you're going to give him up, but before you give him up, you work out a deal, homie, so that you can get back to the U.S. See, my homeboy was on the run, trying to get back to the U.S., but been doing it right, you know, paying for attorneys and shit. But, uh, you know, money gets tight. You know, over here, motherfuckers in Mexico be making pesos, not them dollars. So basically, me dice el vato que le habían mandado unas piezas a mi compa that added up to a little bit over half a meal ticket. And supposedly, my boy went MIA with him. Yo le digo al güey, la neta, yo no sé qué decirte, because I don't know shit about it. So he starts talking reckless, thinking he's going to intimidate someone. And then he tells me, that he's not with the people from there anymore. That he's with the people that are there now, if you know what I mean. I'm like, that's cool, but I'm on the sidelines. So en realidad todo eso no me interesa. You know, like, 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 I think about like, a kid right now who, who's gangbanging, right? Lost. There's a reason why he's doing that. No one, you know, most people don't just become a gang member because you want to become a gang member. There's something missing. And you, there's something missing, and you find in the gang what, what you're missing at home. Misguided kids. Believe me, I, I got family dead because of that gang shit. So to me, Conejo is hope. Hope to the hopeless. For the motherfuckers that have no voice. So my boy was like, man. You believe this dude over here trying to get me to snitch on somebody? Thinking like, hey, it's all good? Just do it? You know, I told my boy, man, don't listen to that fucking dude. That dude just gonna get you in a jam, homie. Because nah, man, I wasn't going to do it anyways. But you just believe that this dude was trying to do that shit. You know how we call Tupac the Black Jesus? And Pac was like almost like a Malcolm X, right? Like, he was like the hopeful people who came from nothing. Conejo on that level, but just for the raza. You know, to be a straight G to doing what Conejo's doing now, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about his career, I'm talking about the, the, the transformation of the man he became, right? He went from being a straight G in the streets, high as a motherfucker, to being a family man and trying to change his ways because only God knows that that shit ain't easy. So I guess dude in LA took him for a lot of, lot of holly, you know? And so now this dude nervous and all trying to be like, I don't know what to do. They're gonna kill me. You gotta help me out. I'm trying to get my boy to help him out because they were boys. You know, and he told me, hey, fool, I got the phone number. I got everything. You could just call, work out a deal. You'll be back in the U.S. in no time. My boy told me, yeah, yeah, all right, homie, yeah. Like, just to shine him off. Like, yeah, we'll talk about it later. 
and never brought it up again. My boy was just like, man, I can't believe this vato came at me with this shit. Really, you know, showed me what this dude was about. Then he goes on to say that they want to dust everybody from Harpies that's on the border and insinuates by looking over at me and Kay that even me and my daughter were in danger of getting got. I heard exactly what he said, but at the same time, I'm like, what you say? I'm like, man, what's wrong with you, Wesson? You got daughters your damn self. Fuck you talking about? I felt violated than a motherfucker. And at that moment, the devil started whispering in my ear. Que lo mata la verga. To smoke his ass right there. Bring him to me, my son. <laughs> Most people like street motherfuckers, you never change the way you are. You just keep a lid on it because now you got a, you got a purpose. You got something to live for. That lid can come off any second. And that's what Conejo has accomplished. From the 13 years that I've been a fan of Conejo, it took me in a journey. It was almost like a fucking series on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, vividly, he would tell you his stories. But me, myself, I was just a, I was just a dude that was in the streets. All my life, I grew up in the streets. I grew up in El Salvador, went through the Civil War. I lived it. I've been hearing all kinds of shit about that dude doing all kinds of people dirty. You need to stay away from that motherfucker because that dude is just gonna fucking bring all kinds of heat on you. My boy was like, nah, man, I ain't tripping, fuck that. That dude, he ain't involved in my life. You know, I do my own thing. Yeah, we know each other. We, we I thought we was boys. But yeah, man, that dude just, just, man, he did a 180 on me. This fool supposedly just got out from doing some time himself. You know, so, fuck. Makes me wonder where the fuck he was at. He was at. And I tell this fool, how the fuck they even know about me? I'm no one. If they know about me, it's because you stay over there throwing motherfuckers under the bus.